Welcome back to the Luke Kidgel Hour. We'll be with you in one second. We're just going to have a groove. See you guys soon after the groove. Very visual for our audio listeners. <laughs> That's right. Just imagine some grooving happening. All right. Groove finished. Welcome back to the Luke Kidgel Hour. Hope you're well. Hope you've had a good week. Uh, I will flip the hourglass right here because that takes about 70 minutes to be done. <laughs> we never see the end of the hourglass, unfortunately, because it's uh, about a 68-minute glass. And uh, this week's starting buzzer was sent in by Nick, I believe. Is that correct? Yes, correct, Nick. Correct. All right. Uh, last week's was so strong. It was very strong. Um, Reese only gave me one clue. I haven't heard it. He said this week's buzzer is quite uplifting. No, uh, more encouraging, I would say. Okay, great. Here we go from Nick to begin the podcast. Woohoo! Let's go, Luke. Let's go, Reese. Mag. <laughs> Just uh, that was encouraging, yeah. man. Let's go. Yeah. yeah, I'll be honest, guys. I was a bit tired, as you can as you can hear. Maybe I've lost my voice. Uh, it's been a big week at the comedy festival. I fucking needed that from Nick. So thank you very much, Nick, <clears throat> um, Meg, and yeah, it was my birthday week, and I'm not one of those people that goes, "Oh my god, it's my birthday week. We're celebrating it all week." No, it's birthday. It's in the name. Nothing worse. I got one of uh, a mate that does it. He goes, it's my birth week. And I'm like, well, did it take a whole week for you to come out? How fucking slow are you? You know, your mum should have pushed harder, dude. I, I was right out. I probably slid out like a slip and slide, you know. Um, I don't know the details of yeah. that. <laughs> I particularly want to, but I'm assuming it didn't take me a week to get out. So I, I just celebrate the day like a normal human being. And it was a good day. Got quite festive because it is the comedy festival um, and also in my birthday combining. So a lot of festivities, a lot of different friendship groups. I have my high school mates there, my you know mates from comedy just around like radio, all these weird people combining, mm. you know. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, my friend Rory Lowe from Perth, fellow comedian, you may know him. Uh, he got his nuts on the pool table. That was inappropriate. <laughs> Not going to lie. He also jumped on the pool table and was standing on it at one point, mm. and he didn't get kicked out. That's when you know you've got some solid levels of charisma. When you can walk into a bar, get your nuts out. Uh, at one point, Lewis goes, oh, I like your pants, Rory. And he goes, oh, cool. You can have them. And then took them off <laughs> in the bar. And yet didn't get kicked out. I don't think I could talk around a bouncer from a nutsack incident. No. I've talked my way out of uh, my friends being loud. Like, yeah. oh, sorry about him, mate. Don't worry. Mm. We'll get him under control. Yeah. He's, he's just he's having a fun night. Or you lie to the bouncer and go, like, it's his birthday or mm. something like that. And they go, oh, all right, we'll give him one more chance. I could talk my friends out of being kicked out. I don't think I could talk myself out of being kicked out. Because no. if I was being belligerent enough... To warrant being kicked out, I wouldn't be in the state of mind where I'm like, brother, <laughs> listen, and then just give him some 40 seconds of reason and logic. That doesn't come to my brain when I'm drunk. But uh, it was so much fun. We, there was a real intense pool game happened. I think this might have happened after you left. Uh, yeah. I think it was beginning when you left. It might have been because you guys were playing pool at the start. Yeah, Frenchie and Rory got in this intense game of pool against these two dudes and these... Guys were having none of it because Frenchie and Rory had a bit of a, a bit of a cheer squad because uh, there was twenty people. Whenever they got one in, losing their minds, and uh, yeah, this guy. This is when you know that you were a bit intoxicated because I remember doing it, and I still, by the way, stand by it. Mm. Meg just pulled me up at the time, going, "Luke, you're gonna get yourself punched in the face," and I was like, well, "That's fine, you know." <laughs> yeah. Uh, and. Uh, you know, I'd watched Alex Williamson's video during the week, so I was a bit fucking inspired. You know, he got some... Uh, no, like if someone had to film me getting hit in the face, I could have been like, oh, another comedian gets punched in the face. Then we're talking Daily Mail, yeah. and there's no such thing as bad press. 
right? You know, so this week, you know, Monday night was moving a little bit slow. Ticket sales probably should have tried to get punched in the face more. I was filming Rory have his shot and I wasn't filming this other dude in the bar. This guy came up to me really angry. He's like, don't you fucking dare film me and put me on the internet. And I wasn't filming him. I guess it might've looked like I was, but I was zooming in mm. on Rory. I'm like, and I just go to him, I'm like, mate, you think a bit much of yourself. If you think I want to fucking film you and put it on the internet, you fucking nerd. <laughs> 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 and Meg just goes, all right, calm down, champ. You're going to get punched. And I was like, well, I was like, come on. Like as if I'd film him, like, mm. I don't even know who this guy is. Like, he looks like skinny. Like, I don't know. He looks a bit like Lord Farquaad. It wasn't Ruben. Uh, he also looks like Lord Farquaad, but yeah, man, even Ruben got a uh, bit lit mm. off like three drinks, <laughs> which is awesome. So, um, yeah, birthday festivities were enjoyable. You know, it was weird this year. It really showed that I was a grown up. I got zero presents on the day of my birthday. I woke up, stayed in bed till about <laughs> 3 p.m. and then just drank a lot of water. So my voice returned because we went out and did karaoke. And uh, Aerosmith just fucking destroyed my voice and it's still going. Um, I, ironically, I, I sang I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, but I missed the fuck out of having a voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, yeah, I didn't get any presents. Yeah, I woke up, went to my show. And then, like, because Meg has, like, this big night planned in May after the comedy festival. We're just going to, like, go out and, like you know, stay at a like, nice hotel, blah, blah. I have like a night out in the city, which costs a lot of money and stuff. But obviously there was no present on the day. And I didn't see my parents really on the day. Like they came to my show, but they didn't bring my present to the show. So I was just like, fuck, like this is what being an adult is. <laughs> a bunch of people going, happy birthday champ. Cool. Do me to buy a drink? And they're going like, no, I've had my fair share. Thank you very much <laughs> uh, on the Friday. And that was it. You know, it was great. Had had a nice chat with some friends after the show and, Ugh, yeah, pretty underwhelming mm. stuff. I'm not going to lie as a being 25. And I've hit now, I'm on the latter end of my 20s. Yeah. I'm ancient. Like the grey was uh, shocking about a month ago and now just like is a part of me and it's thickening as well. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's the grey or the way I treat my body, but it's something... Is yeah, not happening there, but it was fun, guys. The comedy festival's been awesome. First week, I did predict a breakdown by now. I was wrong, I think I'm only a quarter of the way there. I reckon <laughs> I've got 75% still in me, which is great because we're only a quarter of the way through the festival, <laughs> so uh, we're tracking as planned. It was good. Night one, uh, dude in the front row holding a kettle. Why, who the fuck know? Oh, because of. Luke and Lewis. I did know. We were talking about kettles on Luke and Lewis. I think we talked about it like twice. And I love that podcast fans are just like, Luke knows about kettles. I'll bring one to the show. <laughs> and then he's got me to sign his kettle. That was probably the weirdest, one of the weirdest things I've ever signed uh, was just some dude's kettle. He didn't, didn't even bring the cord. So he couldn't even make himself a tea or something during the show. So I was just like, it's just a prop kettle. And then I accidentally called someone's, uh, girlfriend, their mum. That was brutal. Not going to lie. That I really <laughs> made an error there. I go, oh, so you've come with your mum? And then the guy was like, no, my girlfriend. And I just went, oh. <laughs> and uh, they're in the front row, so I couldn't even really blame the lights. Yeah. Yeah. You're having I'm a bad run with that. <laughs> I'm trying to work out if I'm just blind or stupid. I think it's a combination of the two. I don't know. She's just had like a front fringe was kind of shorter than him. Mm. Like, my mum's quite short, so I was just like, yeah. It was a rough call because I met her after the show. She didn't look like a mum mm. at all. So it was definitely me being dumb. And uh, I'm having a really bad run. I did the same thing in Shepparton. Yeah. Uh, saw a person in the front row who responded to a question about the well gym. Uh, the yes, they get out in the well gym. And I said, oh, what do you get up to in the well gym, big boy? And... uh Turns out they were not a big boy. They were a regular-sized girl. <laughs> so that's awesome. That's great. Um, and I and that's and that sucks for everyone in the situation. Yeah. Sucks for me, the crowd, <laughs> and the person. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm not having a good run. 
in regards to identifying people in the crowd on this tour. I offended another mum. I go, oh, are you with your... I did it this two nights earlier. I went, oh, are you with your daughter? Thinking that this young girl in front of her, who, who was quite young, maybe like 12 or 13, they got split up. And she goes, no. What, you think I'm her mum? And I was like, oh, and I thought I'd done it again. Turns out this lady was a mum. She's like, I mean, I am a mum, but she's not my daughter. Yeah. And I was like, well, why the fuck are you so offended that I <laughs> thought you were a mum? Like, she got so upset about it. She's like, I'm not, you think I'm a mum? And I was like, are you? And she goes, yes. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I was correct. Why you should be proud of being a mum. There's nothing wrong with that. Jesus Christ. You know, some people just give off mum energy and I detected it for once. So give me that. You know, that, I was so annoyed about that one because like, very rarely do I actually get it right. Usually I'm just straight up offending people in the crowd. For once, I nailed the assumption and then she's like still offended. It's like no dads would ever get offended. If I was like, are you a dad? The person would be like, yep. So what? I have a, I have a kid. That's what being a dad means. It doesn't mean you're old. It doesn't mean you look like shit. I mean, it is heavily what I'm implying, I guess. Mm. That's what people think. I think people take it as an insult. I'm just a guy who's into facts, man. I'm a stat man. And the festival's been going great. And it, pretty much every show has been sold out so far, um, except for Monday. But that was still better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was great. It was still like half full on a Monday. So you guys are legends. Uh, come down. If you haven't got down Melbourne, lukekidgel.com for tickets. I'm finishing April 18th, but don't wait until the end because the last weekend is pretty much already gone. And same with this weekend, the next one as well. So... Yeah, get your ticks, dude. Uh, Brisbane. Hey, what are you doing up there? It took a while for the Rona to get there, but now it's there. Oh, feels good that it's not here, I'll be honest. And the best part about the Gold Coast, oh, it's not Gold Coast, but like this whole Brisbane cluster that's happened. There's like more COVID up there now if you're an international listener. Uh, it's in a different state, Queensland. And, uh, you know, these these people up there, stereotypically, bunch of bloody ferals. So it's good they're starting to act like it. Because for too long, we had it down in Melbourne real bad. And Brisbane, we're just living free up there. They're having a bit of a laugh at us. It feels great to be on the other side. I'm not going to lie. It, it's juicy. And it came out that there was like this guy who had a party with his friends, and then it came out the next day that they're like, oh, no, turns out we were wrong. He didn't have a party. How do you get that wrong? If the term party was thrown around, it's like originally it was reported in the news some dude was getting tested, and then instead of, like, isolating, he had 25 people over for a party, and everyone was like, oh, classic Queensland, <laughs> idiots, whatever. And then everyone, the whole country was having a crack at him, and then... The government was like, oh, no, wait, we got it wrong. Turns out he had four of his housemates there who live there and one other person over. What kind of miscommunication is that? It's, it <laughs> sounds like a cover-up to me. That was just the guy going like, shit, I'm up for a $40,000 fine here. What about if I just use a technique? It's called lying, right? <laughs> and that's it. And we just put everyone at risk. I just don't... Look, maybe I'm I'm incorrect, but... When I read that story of like, oh no, we got it wrong, I was just like, how do you, how do you mishear someone saying I had twenty five people over to to your house? You should be able to get someone who can hear. My favorite part about the uh, all these like coronavirus clusters, <laughs> not that I should have a favorite part of clusters, yeah, because you know it's a bad thing, yeah. but one positive to come out. Of whenever there's like a bunch of clusters, you like the contact tracing, it gives lists of like exposure sites of where people who have tested positive to COVID have been. And it's always like the most bogan exposure sites of all time. Like all the ones, it's like Black Hops Brewery, uh, Bunnings, Eaton Hills Hotel, which is an absolute den in Brisbane. There's like Jacob's Bakery, super cheap auto. <laughs> it's all just like the most bogan locations. There's like listing. I honestly don't know who these people are no. that are getting COVID. It's like COVID now only uh, gets bogans. 
or something. My favorite one is the Jinjin public toilet. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are like shitting in public. They're going, oh, I've got to get some new oil. And then being like, oh, fuck, I've got some two by fours from Bunnings. It's like, what are they there? Like, I don't, if someone did a list of my day, it would just be like, uh, he got lemon chicken and rice again from the same place he always does. <laughs> he went to Richmond. He did his podcast and he did his show and then he went home. I just don't. I'm not that busy. All these people who seem to get COVID are so busy. Is this a reflection of what normal people do in their day? It must be, yeah. Dan Murphy's, Tavern, Cafe. Like the people going at public toilets. Oh, Mirren Vale, Roadstar, Roadhouse, Mail Toilet. (laughs) Like how do you even know when I'm in a public toilet, I'm never like checking the sign going like, just in case there's a COVID (laughs) case. What's the official name of this public toilet? So I know. There's no one who went in that toilet that day that's like, I'm going to get tested. Mm. Fuck, I was in that Mirambale Roadhouse male public toilet. But like whenever these lists come out, there's always a Bunnings on it. Uh, A Bunnings. Oh, 100%. always Bunnings. Bunnings and Super Cheap Auto are like the only places that COVID cases (laughs) actually go in. And IGA. Oh, we went to Bunnings the other day. We did. It was fine. We just had to get a power board. We were on skateboards. I felt like children. We were walking around Bunnings with our skateboards. People were just like, oh, my God. Like, like a lady was like, can you guys not skate in here? And we are like, no, it's fine. We're not 12. Um, but also, we're holding skateboards, so fair assumption. And then we went to the skate park, and thank God we were the only ones there, uh, which is great because we were pretty worried about getting bullied by 12-year-olds. Not particularly just... For us, just like our skating abilities. Risk kind of got good. He was doing the thing where he was like almost going up the ramp and then turning back down. Yeah. I was impressed. <laughs> and then I uh, went down the two run-up ramps without stopping. I almost went up the big one, but then I jumped off the board because <laughs> it was scary. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And I also the other Brisbane... Uh, thing that happened now New South Wales have got cases again because a tradie from the Gold Coast went to a hens party in Byron Bay as a hens entertainer. Mm. I like that the news reports <laughs> it like, dude, he like they report hens entertainer to kind of keep it PG. He wasn't fucking juggling, all right. But I bet there were still balls involved, one hundred percent. I don't know. Look, I've never been to a hens party. Because I'm not a chick. Actually, I have. Actually, <laughs> I mean, I went to technically. I didn't go to the hens hens part. I met Meg out afterwards okay. one night on her sister's hens party. They're out in the city. Yeah, I was finishing up a gig and oh no, it was I was supposed to go to do a escape room with Radio Mike, and then he slept and ditched me, and then I ended up at Meg's sister's hens night, but nothing henny was happening. <laughs> You know, uh, there was no uh, adult entertainers mm. there. There was no jugglers um, at the venue. It was just a nightclub, I think. Um, but, yeah, I just imagine that, like, it's not the most COVID-safe practice that's happening. No. You know, when some guys are, you know, shoving his nuts in your face, <laughs> you're not like, this is good. No one's social distancing no. at that, at that uh, event. No one does that anyway, ever now. No. Especially I don't remember not. the last time someone's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's just, come on, mate. They get out the tape measure. There were people at the start, though, that were like yeah. super freaked out about it. Uh, so, yeah, guys, Brisbane, get your shit under control. Everyone keeps asking me when I'm going to do shows there. Uh, look inwards, you know. Is it my fault that I'm not doing shows there or is it your state's fault? It's crazy to me that this is like after, like, by the way, I got a message this morning. From a guy in Brisbane. When are you coming to Brisbane, man? What the hell? You're literally in a lockdown. And you, people are like, why Why didn't... Scratching their heads like, why the fuck didn't he announce a date here? Think for yourself. I had a guy email me the day after my show going, bro, man, can I come to your show another night? I tried looking for your venue the other night and couldn't find it. <laughs> Is it me? Am I that dumb that I just attract these morons. <laughs> you might be. <laughs> Is, am I doing something wrong? 
because it started off with the emails and I maybe can almost deal with a dumb email. Mm. Like, All right, well, they're not thinking and whatever. And they, they've never learned how to think for themselves. So they ask dumb questions. But imagine leaving your house. Everyone else found the venue. Yeah. It, there's a big sign. It's a venue called Kicks. Yeah, then there's like a thing at the front that says comedy. It says comedy at the front. There's this huge neon sign. Imagine yeah. just being like scratching your head like, <laughs> all right, so it's called Kicks. I know that. And I have the address. And I have most likely a phone mm. that has Google Maps on it. Yeah. And this person's just like, fuck, it's all a bit much for me. I'm just going to head home and then email them, email them afterwards for a <laughs> refund. That's insane. <laughs> You guys are, I mean, I know it's like the 1% of you, but the 1% of you are so stupid. <laughs> it blows my mind. I don't have nothing to say. I read that email and I was like, I hope he's lying just to get a refund. Yeah. I hope he's just making up a dumb excuse. Also, shitty lie for a refund. Mm. Just say I went to the hospital. I'm not going to check. You yeah. know? <laughs> if you want a refund that bad, just you make yourself look yeah. dumb. I don't know how you could miss it though. I, I got the vibe from the email that they did try and find it. Yeah. They were like, man, I, I felt so stupid. I couldn't find the venue. <laughs> you, you should. <laughs> I'm glad you felt stupid. Finally, might be a bit of a, the wake up call that you need to learn how to look at a fucking map. Some guy emailed me. Hey, what's the address of your show? I'm just going to pull the microphone away for a sec. Sorry, guys. <clears throat> it's on the ticket. You idiots! <laughs> I don't know how I can be clearer. <laughs> and I apologize to my neighbors. But you guys are dumb. <laughs> Lewis had the same email. Yeah. He got one too, because Jazz sent it to me. Yeah. Every time I see you, there's always just some new email that's just. <laughs> It blows my mind. Oh, yeah, I, I want you guys to know, and I, I was never going to tell you this. This was something I was going to keep between us. Meg and I have a folder <laughs> called the Numb Nuts folder <laughs> on our email account. And guess where all your fucking emails just go straight into? <clears throat> Numb Nuts. I go to Meg, have you replied to all the Numb Nuts today? She's like, on it. I couldn't find the venue. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry, but you got like, I appreciate you all wanting to come to my show. But if you can't find the venue, you won't be able to understand the jokes because I talk and I say things. You have to comprehend them and use your brain. And if that's too much, then it's not for you. That's what I don't understand. Mm. They think it's for them. These are the same people that come up to me after shows and go, you didn't talk about Vico. <laughs> you didn't talk about Vico. Well, well I came because you wanted to talk about, you, I see you online talking about, like, I'm in VCAL. I'm like, yeah, it shows. <laughs> it's written all over the dumb look on your face. <laughs> all right, guys, I'm in a bad mood. All right, <laughs> rant over. All right, I just haven't been on TikTok for a while, so I have nothing to be mad about. Oh, speaking of TikTok, actually, Meg sent me a banger. I want to start a new segment. Um, skip to this if you're an audio listener. We're going to a new segment, right? It's just for the YouTube people because we're trying to gain some more traction on, traction on YouTube. So we figure let's try and get some of the audio listeners over, you know, get yep. up those numbers. Yep. We're just going to react to a really visual, cute video. Mm. We're not really going to describe it at all. And then if you want to check it out, you have to go over to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so this video uh, Meg sent me, Reese, yep. is titled um, <laughs> uh, Monkey Eats an Egg. <laughs> now... Pretty good. Little monkey. Oh, It's really cute, <laughs> isn't it? Oh. There you, go. you can hear it munching. So cute, isn't it? Yeah. He's eating the egg. Yeah. Kind of oh. eating it like a human mm. would. He's like, just munching <laughs> on it. Oh, well, suck shit, audio <laughs> listeners. Um, even though you guys, there's, there's so many more audio listeners. Yeah. And we're doing, and the new segment is 100% visual. <laughs> so that's going to be a new segment. It's called Like It on YouTube. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a critical monkey eating an egg. Man, I uh, had something come back into my life recently after two years of being lost. I lost 
quite an important clothes item to me. It was this phase I had in 2019 where I was like, you know what? I need to stop doing cotton on. I need to move on fashion-wise from cotton on. And I had an okay tour that year and I rewarded myself with a $130 Tommy Hilfiger jumper at the end of 2019, uh, right? Or, or mid-2019, maybe. And it was a great jumper. I wore it for about six months. Uh, just nothing crazy, just a subtle Tommy logo. Now, this was kind of before, like, 14-year-olds ruined that brand. Now, a lot of 14-year-olds will just be walking around Tommy Hilfiger stuff. But this was back in the day when I was still a little upmarket. It was just me buying something a little nice for once, which I'm allowed to do, guys. I'm allowed to bloody treat myself. And then I lost it. Couldn't believe it. Late 2019, just never saw this jumper again. Couldn't even work out where I lost it. I thought I might have left it at the old warehouse or something or like where we did Luke and Lewis or my parents' house. I had no idea. Then I was back on the Gold Coast and I completely forgot to tell the story. Remember I went up to the Gold Coast like one night, like a month ago? Yep. I was doing the uh, Gypsy Tales podcast with Jace, a guy up there. And it's a great episode if you haven't listened to it. And then just before I about to start, he just throws me this this jumper. He just goes, Oi, oh, shit. you left this here two years ago. And I go, what? And I don't even remember ever taking it to the Gold Coast because why would I take a jumper there? Like, it's always hot mm. there. And he's like, yeah, you left this two years ago. I was like, you didn't message me? He's like, nah, forgot. Like, you had a year and a like over a year and a half. I've been looking for that shit. There was t- days in lockdown where I was like, today I'm going to find that jumper because I had nothing else to do. And I'd look for like an hour straight. I'm like, ah, it's not turning up anywhere. Anyway, I thought that was going to be a way better story than it was. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it's the most loot kidual shit of all time to lose something for two years and like, oh, where is it? And then it turns up on the Gold Coast. That's like the most on-brand thing ever for me. So now I'm just going to, whenever I lose something, I'm going to like, it's probably in Queensland. I'll be honest. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was stoked about that. Uh, you know what we did during the week? Reese and I, we uh, we delved back into some jackass content <laughs> after one of the shows. Yeah. Reese was staying at mine after couple of the shows and it was like late at night we're having some dinner and then we we're, were originally supposed to put on your Viva La Bam yeah. DVD but then we just couldn't be bothered to work out how the DVD player worked. <laughs> <laughs> we feel like it's changed now generationally like if I wanted to learn how to use a DVD player I'd have to get my dad to teach me yeah but I have to teach my dad how to use Netflix yeah he's yeah. like mate what do I what do I how do I search on the on the he calls it the Netflix. The Netflix. Still, he's like, man, I watched something with Clint Eastwood on the Netflix the other day, and I'm like, it's just, it's no the, right? yeah. it's not the stand either. Uh, but I like looked at this DVD player, and I saw like those three chords, was like white, yellow, and red. Yeah. And you're like, is that like the old HDMI or something? I don't really know. Like I know like where they go. But I don't know if our new TV has like. Mm. Yeah, a lot of them ones don't have them. I was just like, ah, oh, fuck it. And I just like yeah. was like, do you want to just watch Jackass instead? Yeah. Because we were both just craving some old school Bam Majera content. Yeah. And we chucked on Jackass 2.5. And I haven't watched a Jackass movie in years. Yeah. To be honest. Like, it's just, I used to love them as a kid. Because when you're a kid, you see like Steve O do something gross and you're like, this is content. This is just comedy. <laughs> It's everything I've ever wanted as a 14-year-old <laughs> boy. It's gross, it's dangerous, and it's a bit cheeky. Mm. And you watch it as an adult, and you're just like, these dudes are a bit crook. Yeah, it doesn't you hit know? the same. No, when Dave England does a shit in public, you just go, ew. <laughs> it's like, this guy's the poo guy. Yeah. And you realise the whole time that Preston Lacey, the big, the big fat guy, he's just hating it yeah. the whole time. I'm like, why is he even cast in the movie? He doesn't like this. He has a panic attack whenever he does a stunt. <laughs> he looks like he hates it. Like the other guys like laughing at him, like Johnny Knoxville and Ryan Dunn behind him, like yeah. fat guy doing a, doing a stunt. <laughs> and then Preston's like having full anxiety. But this is like before people knew what anxiety was. Yeah, yeah. So like they were just laughing at him. Like he's clearly having a panic attack. And Reese and I are just sitting there on the couch going, Jesus Christ, <laughs> this does not hit the same. There's one bit though where we lost our minds. Like out of all the dumb stuff they do, like they do a lot of high budget kind of stunts with like yeah. Tony Hawk and like the, you've watched Jackass before guys. It's, 
They do some pretty crazy shit. The ones that I get around are like those little cutscene ones. Mm. They go for like 10 seconds. <laughs> there was this rapper named Juicy J, <laughs> which is the most 2000 shit ever when they go, yeah, we're here with Juicy J. And it's like, clearly he's just like, it's in his MTV contract yeah. that they have to get on this rapper that clearly didn't have much of a career. Because look, I'll be honest. Sound off, comment below, or let me know. If you've ever heard of Juicy J, <laughs> I'd be shocked. If so, what's his song? Yeah. Um, be like, we're here with Juicy J, we're doing some stunts, and then just cuts to Preston Lacey with two uh, symbols, or was it trash can lids? Like the trash can lids. Yeah, yeah. two trash can lids. The Juicy J guy is sleeping, <laughs> just walks up behind him and goes, bangs them together. Dude, Reese and I are dying laughing. <laughs> Going like, this is comedy. He woke him up. Juicy J is no longer asleep. They got him. <laughs> That's comedy. You like that one? <laughs> it's just the most immature content. Yeah. As an adult, you're just sitting there like watching Bam Majera slingshot a meatball into Phil Majera's head. <laughs> and there was one bit where we were watching and you went off to get some chocolate cake. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had birthday chocolate cake still there, like leftover cake. And I was like, to Reese, I was like, do you want any? He's like, nah, I don't really like cake, which is like kind of weird. Um, he probably doesn't know how to eat it because he doesn't know how to use a fork. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'll go get some cake. I came back and they're just up to like this shit bit. And it was like, it was Jackass 2.5. So it was a compilation of all the poo bits that didn't make the yeah. film. And I just come in, I'm eating brown chocolate cake and on the screen, Dave England's just shitting his guts out. And I'm just like, well, that now I'm not into cake yeah. as well. Yeah, maybe, maybe I was a smart one there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You dodged a bullet, a big brown bullet. It was gross. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like Jackass, I, I always have a soft spot for the Jackass guys because yeah. it was such a big part of my childhood. Yeah. But Jesus, when you watch it as an adult, you're like, there's grown-ups. Yeah, because they're making another one now. I'm kind of excited for it because I feel like Jackass 3 was better. Yeah. Like, you watch the first two and it was just, they all, like, really reflect the time. Yeah. Like, Jackass 1 was like, when you look back at it now, obviously it is fun and it's, it's I, I do love those movies. They're so silly and mm. you're stupid. You kind of, like, have to love it in a way. But um, the really, if you're looking back on it, the only reason why Jackass was had the popularity that it did was because there was no uh, YouTube. Yeah, exactly. You, you couldn't watch someone fall off a roof and hurt themselves just any time you wanted. Mm. Now, if you want to do that, there's fail compilations. People film themselves all the time going down roofs on kayaks and, you know, people do dumb shit inspired by Jackass. Really... Think about how many deaths Jackass are responsible yeah. for. How many hospital trips of like, I mean, we we kind of do it like as a bit in the vlog. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be like, I'm Luke Kidgel, and this is the as like a setup to like a dumb thing I'm about yeah. to do because that's how they do it in Jackass. Obviously, I'm taking the piss because usually what I'm doing is not that crazy yeah. at all. <laughs> but there's a bunch of people who don't take the piss that are like, my name's. Like Jason from Adelaide, <laughs> and this is the nail in the hand, and this is like a nail going, Psh, and he's like, "Fuck!" <laughs> and it's just like, do you reckon like Johnny Knoxville and shit just can't think about that? Because I wouldn't be able to sleep at night mm. knowing there's like twelve year olds just like putting rusty hooks through their fingers, yeah. going like, "Oh, <laughs> maybe MTV will notice me." Yeah, it's like, dude, get your tetanus shot. What's wrong with you? It's insane. So, um, yeah, we, we delve back into Jackass. We're going to have to get the DVD play working because I do want to watch Maybe some... the Viva La Band thing will be more for when we're like when we're traveling. Yeah, I think we'll just use the hotel rooms DVD players because yeah. they'll probably be already set up. Yeah. It's crazy how outdated these like hotels that we've stayed in so far are. It's just like even last year on my tour, like you go there and they've all still got like DVD players yeah. in the hotel rooms. They've got the Bible still. Yep. In the um, in the drawer of the, the bed. Drawer, yeah. Who? Okay, this is what I want to know about that one. It's like, I don't. I know. I've never understood it. Do you know the reason why the Bible's in there? No. Is it just to show that they have Christian values? Or something? I don't understand. I actually don't know. Yeah. 
Because if you were religious, right, and say if you were like, oh, my God, before I go to bed, I just need to read like a verse or something like that, you'd think you'd bring your own. Like at this point, at this day and age, surely, you know, I'm not having a crack at anyone who's who's religious or whatever, but uh, surely it's BYO Bible in 2021. Yeah. Because it's, you know, not, not that we're phasing out religion, but it's definitely getting less common. Um, and it just blows my mind. Oh, we always check. Whenever we go to the hotel, we just pull out the drawing. And go, Fuck Bible again, <laughs> Jesus. Um, literally, Jesus. How are you going, mate? Uh, and then I put it back in the thing. But uh, yeah, all these hotel rooms. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if these hotel rooms just started showing up, and they've all got like you know Nintendo Wii's just in the drawer, <laughs> like Wii Fit on the floor, <laughs> <laughs> iToy even. You know that one you could cheat at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People. Yeah, you guys, some of you might be too young for iToy, but there used to be like this thing before Wii. It was like almost the first adaptation of that technology of mm-hmm. like, but it wasn't with a remote. It was just motion sensor. It was a little camera. And one of the games was you karate chop ninjas off the thing. Like these, like you were like a ninja yeah. and then you karate chop things. And then everyone worked out that if you just put your hand over the camera, it would think that the whole screen is being karate chopped. Yeah. So you just put your hand over and you win every level. Really took the fun out of it, I'll be honest, because I wanted to win, but I was like, this isn't as enjoyable. <laughs> Me just sitting here watching ninjas fly off a screen. Um, yeah, I miss iToy. That was the shit. Now, uh, we need to do some, I don't know who needs to hear about this. It's a segment we do on this podcast where we target subgroups of society uh, this week, I think we are targeting teachers. Yes. I believe. Um, I don't have the emails up. Do you want to read them? Yeah, I've got week? them up here. I've got them up okay, here. Okay, great. So Reese. this first one's from Pat. Yeah. I don't know who needs to hear this, but high school teachers shouldn't try to be friends with your students. We don't think you are cool. We get it. You were our age 10 years ago. Oof. You're not our friend. I feel like Pat's been getting groomed. <laughs> All right. Pat's... Oh, Pat, you've misread... The situation. I, I mean, look, I do know that there's those cool teachers that like want to be kind of down and hip and yeah. all in the now with the youth. But at the end of the day, it's very small percentage of them. I think someone was nice to Pat and he's forgotten that their their relationship is very one-sided. The high school teacher is being paid to hang out with you and he probably doesn't want to be a mate. Mm. Pat probably was just like, oh, this guy keeps fucking saying hi to me every day in his class. <sighs> Chill out, mate. He's like, you got to be nice to people. But you know what? There was ever there was some, there was one time where we all went out after high school and there was a, one of our old PE teachers was there at the bar and we oh, okay, did yeah. get real pissed with him. And it was awesome because he was a legend. But we were out of high school. We weren't like in year 12. So it was like yeah. the year after high school. So I guess it's not that weird because we're no longer students. Yeah, we sort of did that when we had our five-year reunion. We all went to a pub and, like, the teachers. And you got pissed with all the teachers. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of weird. Like, that's not that weird because it's, like, five years out of high school. Yeah. You're all adults. But, yeah, you definitely can't be, like, hanging out with your students' students, even if they're 18 or not. It doesn't matter. It's weird. But, uh, look, Pat's got a point. But also, Pat, I feel like... Not many people needed to hear that. I don't think there was many year 12 teachers like, what? Now I can't be friends with all these 18-year-olds. I don't know if you've ever met an 18-year-old, but I meet them a lot at my shows. They're lovely. I don't want to be friends with them. Mm. <laughs> you do. Like, you know, they're, they're, not, they're the people who can't find the venue. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, 18, I'm not sure. I'm just, I'm 25 now. I'm an old codger. I'm one of those old blokes now at the pub. That I see like a young group of 18-year-olds having fun. I'm like, oh, pipe down, you know, Jesus Christ. You know, but then also I go out to a bar and my friends are fucking getting their nuts out on the pool table. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I really swing between being mature and being immature like that. You know, one day I'll be like, I'm just here to have a few quiet beverages and you can watch your tone, keep, keep the noise down. Yeah. And the next weekend... I'll be the asshole getting told off for yeah. being too loud. <laughs> uh, next one. Uh, this one's from Tia. I don't know who needs to hear this, but but spaghetti is called spaghetti, not noodles. Noodles are a completely different thing. Know your food. Is anyone still calling noodles spaghetti? 
Yeah, Sorry, spaghetti noodles? Yeah, no. I mean, they're different things. I feel like most people know. I think some people do lazily describe, when they're describing like spaghetti bolognese or something, they're like, whoa, what's your favorite pasta? I'm like, oh, the one with the noodles. And they mean like the long spaghetti. Mm. So maybe she just gets annoyed at that. Maybe. Yeah. It seems like Tia has um, maybe some unresolved issues there with, I don't know. It doesn't seem like a big deal to me. If someone called them noodles, I'd be like, yeah, I know what you mean. Mm. Yeah. I'm very like that. I'm like, yeah, you, you know what I meant. You know, I'm, I, 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 you know, I'm probably guilty of that. Maybe I needed to hear that. Uh, thank you very much for those submissions. Uh, send them in at. Boom and scene. There we go. Now, Reese. Yeah. It has come to that time of the podcast where I'm looking at my whiteboard and yep. I'm looking at the timestamp of how long we've been recording for. Yeah. And it has come to my attention <laughs> and it is with great regret that I inform every podcast listener and viewer, if you're watching, that I officially have nothing else <laughs> to say. <laughs> now, what do I do in situations of pressure like this? Let's analyze it. It is called the Luke Kidgel Hour. It's very clear that we're not even 43 minutes in. No. Here's the thing that I'm not. I'm not a quitter. I also don't panic in situations of high pressure. And for these situations, you know what we're going to do, Reese? What? We're going to read through my notes on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> or... He's come prepared. <laughs> no, I haven't. But, well, clearly I haven't come prepared. Well, you've, you've had this in mind before. Well, I'll be honest. No, I didn't. I okay. made that up on the spot. I honestly thought my lost jumper story was better than it was. Okay. <laughs> because I remember telling my mate that story at, at my uh, birthday drinks. Yeah. And I was like, dude. And then I found my jumper in the Gold Coast. And they were like, oh, are you serious? And they all thought it was like a great story. Yeah. And I wrote down like, oh, man, I must tell that lost jumper story in the podcast. Yeah. That'll kill. <laughs> I don't know if I told it differently, but did not hit the same today. <laughs> Might have been the alcohol involved when you told it. <laughs> Maybe. I, or I was just crushing. Man, oh, here's one we can talk about. Uh, one of my mates, Todd, who used to, people may remember him as Tripod Todd. Yep. From the radio station. He used to work for us, do some editing. He now has moved on. He works for Channel 10, doing great things. I follow him on Instagram and... Oh, mum's calling me. I've already made this mistake, picking up you a have. call from my mum on you stage have. and we'll, we will not doing, be doing it again. She was so confused. Mm. I'll be like, I'm doing the podcast. She'll be like, cool, that's fine. And she'll just call me. <laughs> I know she's calling me about um, my health fund because oh, I just yeah. turned 25 and I'm no longer on my parents' private health. Yeah. So she's freaking out every day that I'm not covered. <laughs> She's like, you're going to end up in hospital and you're not going to be covered. And I was like, chill out, mum. All right. My brother went six months of not being covered. And because uh, mum's like, you get a, f if you sign up now, you get a free month. <laughs> and my brother's like, mum, I got a free six months. And she goes, how did you manage to get free six months of cover? And Jack's like, I just didn't get covered <laughs> for six months. I was just running the risk every goddamn day. It's called feeling alive. Look it up. Um, anyway, what was I saying? Oh. Dude, I forget. Oh, uh, Todd. Todd. Oh, yeah. So Todd, right, one of my mates, we were catching up at my birthday drinks and I noticed on his Instagram stories quite recently that and it sucks to see a friend go through this because you always wish the best for your friends. <sighs> I saw one of my friends get back into shuffling. <laughs> what on earth is he doing? I love you, Todd. And... I don't know who needs to hear this. I mean, I do. It's, it's Todd. <laughs> but shuffling wasn't even respectable at the time. There was like a hot minute there in like... 06. I 06, 07. Yeah, where like shuffling was cool. I remember doing it at primary school. I remember like, I wasn't into it. Like I wouldn't like sit there with music at lunchtime <laughs> and do it. But I remember because everyone was doing it, I yeah. just remember I could do it. And I still can't. I can still <laughs> shuffle. It's weird. Okay. I've just held on to this skill. I'm not good at it, but like I can do the thing where you go to the side and like, I can just do it. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm just, what I, I'm naturally talented and that's not the point here. You know, I'm not trying to brag that I'm naturally gifted and I have a natural rhythm and flow when it comes to music. You know, that's the one stereotype 
where I just can't relate to with white people. Everyone's like, white people can't dance. And I'm like, speak for your fucking self. All right? Catch me on a dance floor. I'll be ripping it up. But not shuffling, even though I can do it. Because it's not 2006 anymore. And he's joined this shuffle crew. And every night on his Instagram stories, they do like choreographed shuffles outside the museum. Do they wear like the massive pants they used to wear back in the day? No, they're doing it in skinny jeans and stuff. It's a very like... 2021 modern version but okay. the same music like like yeah. and they're just like full on going at it and he's like doing like spins and stuff and it's very unironic and i spoke to him about it i was like i didn't i didn't know how to approach it yeah because you know when you're ma- i thought like maybe like he's going down this is a dark time for him <laughs> i should be there for him i should comfort him um he wasn't ashamed of it at all and that's the big that's step one is acknowledgement and yeah. he's not even at step one. <laughs> like, he, I've hope, I was hoping he'd be up to grief by now and mm. regretting the recent phase. But uh, he's he's proud of it. He thought, and I, and I, this sickened me. And I shit you not, I think he thinks it's cool. <laughs> and I go to him like, oh, so you're shuffling in? He's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, it's. And I had to kind of, I had to just be like, well. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're, you're passionate about it. And he goes, mm. thanks, man. It's good. And then he goes, honestly, I thought you were going to give me shit. And I went, I am. <laughs> Check out the podcast this way. <laughs> if I ran out of content, I might. So, guys, if you have a friend that wants to get back into shuffling or is in shuffling, um, just let them know that they're not alone. And there's a community that does it, I think, every Wednesday outside the museum. They can You can enable their weird habit there. <laughs> So anyway, guys, he's shuffling. Um, what else did I have to talk about? I wrote down a list of all the shit I was doing in one week that I was stupid, and I was supposed to share this on the podcast with okay. you. I wrote down all the shit I've done this week. And I don't remember, oh, this is from March 5th. So this was pre-comedy festival, and this is the kind of stuff that I was getting up to. The first thing on the note is, shit, I just dribbled on myself. <laughs> So I think I was writing down because I knew I was really tired and I was like, I'll write down all the dumb stuff I find myself doing. And the first thing I wrote down was that I dribbled on myself. (laughs) The second thing is I went to the wrong address. I remember that. This is like, this is why I attract fans like I do. (laughs) This is why no one can find my venue. It's because I'm like this too. I went to the wrong address. So Radio Mike gives me his address. We're going over there to do a podcast and you know, like some addresses, if it's like a common address, say like it's not his address, but say if it's like, I don't know, 36 Smith Street or yep. whatever. And there might be a Smith Street. There's one in Fitzroy. There also might be a Smith Street in like three other suburbs. I just type in the address to Google, hit like direct. And then I end up four suburbs away yeah. at this house that's not his house. And I'm like, what? I'm at whatever Smith Street or whatever. He's, that's not his address. But anyway, um, and then he'll be just like, he's like, no, you idiot. I live here. And I'm like, oh my God. So I was like halfway across the city. Oh. So I wrote that down. I went to the wrong address. I um, also Then I left my microphone at his house after I did the podcast. That was awesome. Uh, I wrote down, I was illiterate four times in one sentence. I don't remember what <laughs> sentence that was, but imagine saying four words wrong in it. Um, I lost my glasses and then found them on my head. And then I wrote, <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> And then, oh, okay, this is pretty much the lowest of the low. And this was all in one day, yep. by the way. Then to, to finish the day, I assume it was at dinner time, I stabbed myself in the nose with a fork. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just self-harm at, at, at a point. That's just assault on me. So um, am I tired? Yes. Am I coping with the comedy festival? No, nah, clearly not. Because I have a few of those things ring a bell from this week. You don't know how to use a fork. Yeah. Neither do I. Yeah. I also don't know how to use my mouth. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that is uh, that is it, dude. I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. I, got, I don't have enough content <laughs> this week at all. Okay, so we've just had a team meeting here at Luke Kidgel HQ <laughs> regarding the episode. We did do a pause. We've realized that we don't have enough content no. for this week. Um, we're going to apologize, but don't worry. It's still going to be the Luke Kijalawa. Uh, we've made an executive decision <laughs> to play monkey eating an egg 
for the remainder of the hour <laughs> on a loop. And I would highly recommend you all tune in to the rest of the hour. <laughs> Come see me live, LukeGizzle.com. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's all I have to talk about this week. Have I done much? Yes, but it, it's been the same thing over and over. I've been doing shows every night. I'm Groundhog Day in it. That's been my my reality. So um, that's what that's what you get is monkey eating an egg. And what an incentive to go check out the video, guys! Enjoy the rest of the episode. This is a monkey eating an egg on a loop. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>